Hello and welcome back to the Simplified Organization Show, where real moms chat about real life, managing all there is to do and prioritizing our people instead of projects. We want to banish overwhelm, fulfill our responsibilities, and stay cheerful while we do so because it is good work that God has called us to do. Today, I have part two of my conversation with Amy Roberts, and she shares an important message about making sure your plan works for you and your family. Amy Roberts of RaisingArrows.net began homeschooling nearly two decades ago when her oldest child was four. As a mom of 10 and a devoted follower of Christ, she offers practical homeschooling and homemaking advice and encouragement for other large family moms through her blog, podcast, and YouTube channel. And I'm your host, Misty Winkler. I write and podcast at simplyconvivial.com about homemaking, homeschooling, and doing life cheerfully. Now let's dig back into that conversation with Amy. So would you have any tips or advice for planning and just figuring out like what to try next or how to adapt plans uh, and pay attention to make things work for your particular family needs at the time? So one thing that I did early on was I, I kind of just stepped back and watched my day. I wanted to see how my day naturally unraveled, if you will. (laughs) (laughs) And so I wanted to see what the routine, the natural routine was so that I could see, you know, there was kind of a time when the babies would wake up and there was a time when the babies needed to nurse and there, you know, it just kind of, it did come to a little bit of a routine all by itself. And then I tried to work within that framework rather than fighting against what my natural day looked like. Mm -hmm. I wanted to work with it. Mm -hmm. And so I watched that. And then, so that's how we landed on a 10 o'clock homeschool time. By 10 o'clock, everything felt and energy and headspace to start homeschooling rather than working against who we are and trying to start at eight o'clock. That wasn't going to work for our family. So I really think it's important that you know the natural ebb and flow of your daily life and then use that as your framework. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Otherwise, you're always fighting yourself and everyone else. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And another thing that I did too was um, I cannot plan real far out into the future. Um, and there have been times when really I can't plan much beyond my one day. (laughs) And, um, there was a time when I would get up in the morning and as far as like cleaning went, I had a whiteboard and I would write out the tasks of the day. And I would just look around the house and I would see, you know, what needs to be done for me to have peace of mind and for us to feel productive and get done what we need to get done. And it was a daily thing, just, you know, what I could manage that day. And then, you know, as the kids got older, it was a little bit easier for me to plan a little bit further out, but I really now, even now I only plan like homeschooling. I only plan a couple of weeks out. I just cannot plan an entire year because 
my life is so spontaneous and and different. And sometimes my husband's here and sometimes he isn't. For those of you who don't know, my husband's in the military. So sometimes he's here and sometimes he's not. (laughs) And and sometimes I don't know when he's going to be here and not. So I have to kind of go with the flow on that. And so for me now, a couple of weeks is a pretty good spot. You know, I shop weekly for groceries. That's something that has, you know, changed over the years back when I had a bunch of little kids, it was once a month and then fill in the blanks as needed with fresh. And then there was a time when I could go like every two weeks. And now I, you know, once the weekly ads hit on Wednesday, that's my day to go grocery shopping. And I try to get it all done in one day. And so, you know, you find these little changes that need to be made. And when it feels right, it's like, okay, let's settle here for a while until it doesn't work anymore. And then be gracious and merciful with yourself when it stops working and realize you just need a new plan and and that's okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, when you're adapting your plan and paying attention, I think you do even just get better and better at making small changes or realizing sooner when things are not working anymore and you get ideas for things to change. So you know, the, that practice planning does yeah. end up paying off too. Absolutely. Yeah. So do you use a planner now, or are you still using the whiteboard? How do you kind of map things out for yourself? I have never really been able to use a planner. Um, <laughs> I'm more of the index card, like you taught me years and years and years ago. <laughs> So that is more the style of my life anyway. Um, I like checking things off and then throwing that piece of paper away. Um, so I I enjoy the, the feel of that. And so that is more what I'm more of a to-do list kind of person and um, keeping it as simple as possible. And so I have really liked your method of doing things all these years because it really fits with my brain. But I know people who do really well with planners and, you know, whiteboards and calendars and stuff like that. I do keep um, a rather extensive calendar um, online with Google calendars. And then I have an editorial calendar for the blog, but I don't have a paper calendar on the wall, but it's something that has worked well for me that way. But a planner, I just have never been able to make it work. Yeah. And I can put a link down below on the index card method for sure. But yeah, that picking, like just looking around in the morning and saying, well, what really is important today? Yeah. Because sometimes you can't actually predict that at the beginning of the week. Right. Right. And, and that is, that's how my life is. And so I feel like there's a lot of people like me out there. (laughs) And, And so you have to be willing to say, it's okay that this is the way I need to do things. And it needs to be like a daily, you know, one day at a time, you know, and, and that really in some ways follows what scripture says about the Lord lighting our path. You know, it's just a little bit at a time. A lot of times we're not getting this huge picture. And so if you can just take it one step at a time, the Lord's going to order your steps. It's, it's going to be good. You're going to be fine. You don't have to have it all planned out. And, and I think that really works well, especially for homeschooling moms in particular. Mm -hmm. Yeah. My husband likes to like, don't panic. (laughs) (laughs) Big deep breath and a drink of water. (laughs) 
Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Amy. This has been so helpful. And I know that you also have some resources on your blog for um, helping people create a homeschool schedule that works for them. You want to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, I have an e-course called Creating a Homeschool Schedule You Love, and it takes these principles of routines and schedules and how to work with your family rather than against the natural routine of your family. And it takes you step by step of how to plug in the different homeschool subjects, where to put them, how to make it all work how to practice it and make sure that it is what you really need and it fits your life and your circumstances. And so, yes, that product is an e-course and um, I, it's really basically the way that I do things, but with not my specifics, I do give stories and examples, of course, but they are just fundamentals and principles that work very well for a lot of different people and teach you just the basics of how to put that together and then to love what you've put together because it reflects and honors your family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so easy to look at people online or find someone else's schedule or the, just take in like cut and paste the curriculum instructions and think that that's going to make everything go well, but it's really us as homeschooling mothers paying attention and, and enjoying our day and our kids that changes the atmosphere of our home and absolutely. Yeah. And a lot of times I will tell moms that you need to consider yourself first when it comes to choosing curriculum, because the curriculum by itself, obviously it's an inanimate object. It's not going to do anything. (laughs) And your children, you may be inclined to think, well, I need to tailor everything to each individual child. And as a large family mom, that would be a nightmare. (laughs) It's really at the end of the day, I'm the one who makes that curriculum work. And if I enjoy it, and I'm learning and I, it works with my brain, then it is going to be a much better homeschooling experience all the way around. And I know my kids and I know how to tailor a curriculum that works for me to work for them as well. And so I, I do, I think it's so important that we as moms look at that curriculum through our perspective. Does it make sense to me first before anything else? Mm, that's a good point. Yeah. Thank you so much, Amy, for joining us today and chatting home and homeschool and planning. I appreciate it so much. You're welcome. I was glad to be here. Thank you for joining me for the Simplified Organization Show. If you didn't catch part one of my conversation with Amy Roberts, be sure to go back and find that because it was bursting with that hard won large family mom wisdom from experience. You can also benefit from her experience as a homeschooling mom with two graduates and a long track record of perseverance by checking out her e-course on how to create a homeschool schedule you love. You can find that at raisingarrows.net slash homeschool schedule, all one word, or you can find the link below. That's raisingarrows.net slash homeschool schedule to find how to create the homeschool schedule you love. And whatever you're planning, 
Repent, rejoice, repeat.